Yo, what's good? It's your boy, Big Neal. We're going to jump right into a 31 days of Proverbs um, with your boy, Big Neal, on Blessed Living. We're going to roll with God through all of these, so stay tuned, stay connected. We're going to learn a lot. I'm not going to be on here too long. I know how I do with Blessed Living. I try to get information, no fluff. Get in, get out, so you can get rolling. We can get rolling with the information and revelation that God has for us. Do you feel me? Let's get to it. September 1st, we knocking it out with Proverbs 1. Proverbs 1 starts off with the beginning of knowledge. And it's dope who writes this. I feel you see who writes this. It tells you the Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel. Now listen, there's several authors that wrote the book of Proverbs. We're going to get through all of that. But one thing that should be taken into account is who wrote this proverb right here, and that is King Solomon. Do you know King Solomon? King Solomon, the proverb of Solomon. Solomon was the king of Israel, famous for his wisdom. In Kings 1, 1 Kings chapter 3, verses 3 through 13, Solomon asked God for wisdom to lead God's people, and God answered his prayer. So if anybody was qualified or certified to talk about wisdom, it's your boy right here. Not me, your boy right here in Proverbs 1 which we are about to talk about, okay? It's always important to know who wrote it, okay? Always important to know. We're going to get through that. I don't want to get to it. Let's get now. I'm not going to go through every single verse because we'll be here all day and I don't want to be sitting, sitting up here talking about what what thus says, Lord, what's God going to do in your life? Because no, because Proverbs isn't full of prophecies or prayers or stuff like that. It has prayers in it and principles, but it's the principal thing that we're trying to get through in the book of Proverbs. This isn't a book full of prophecies and things of that nature. This stuff makes sense. And they give you principles and the foundation to build upon that will lead to you being able to reveal and understand the dreams and prophecies that God has for you based on principle. We got to get that. God is a principle God. Follow what I'm saying? All right. So I want to jump right to verse seven. Can you do that for me? Jump right to verse seven. Uh, and it says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Listen. So he's going right to it to the meat. He tells you some things in the beginning. A wise man will hear and increase learning and, and a man of understanding will attain wise counsel. Verse six, to understand a proverb and an enigma, the words of the wise and their riddles. But then he busts out in verse 7 and says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but a fool despise wisdom and instruction. Follow me here. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. What is the beginning of knowledge? Wisdom. Okay, the beginning of knowledge is wisdom. How do we know that? Because he talks on and on and on. Shun evil counsel, stay away from evil people. And then we go right to verse 20 and he calls out to wisdom. It's a call to wisdom. He said, wisdom calls aloud outside. All right. Verse 20. She raises her voice in the open square. She verse 21. She cries out in the chief concourses at the opening of the gates in the city. She speaks her words. How long, you simple ones, would you love simplicity? She's telling you. He's telling you that she, which is wisdom, is calling out to anyone who will listen. She's not withholding herself from anyone. Why? Because wisdom is the beginning of knowledge. And the beginning of knowledge is goes up with the fear of the Lord. So the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. Let's keep in mind that the Bible does also say that a fool says in his heart there is no God. 
All right, so they're all over the place. And it talks the Bible talks about fools a bunch of different ways, but we want to stay clear right here. So wisdom is calling out at the city gates loudly. But here's the thing: nobody wants wisdom, and wisdom starts talking to you here. All right, and wisdom tells you, said they turn at my rebuke. Surely I will pour out my spirit on you. I will make my words known to you. Verse 24, because I have called you and you refuse. I have stretched out my hand and no one regarded because you disdained all my counsel and would have none of my rebuke. You see, it says the words rebuke there because wisdom is going to put you in alignment with something higher and better and bigger than yourself. So wisdom comes to sharpen you. It comes to put you in a position to be effective and successful with whatever you are doing. Wisdom. Wisdom does that. Let's keep in mind, it's talking about wisdom, which is a principal thing. Okay? Because it didn't say, of course, us as believers, we're talking about the wisdom of God and, you know, in the, in the fear of the Lord. But however, wisdom is a principal thing that the world uses on a, on a regular basis and they have great success. Drug dealers use wisdom. Okay, they use wisdom on a on a whole other level. If you haven't seen Ghost or Snowfall, okay, that they, they use wisdom. I'm not saying what they, what they were doing in Ghost and in Snowfall were uplifting and righteous because it wasn't, but they did use wisdom and we saw that. And because they found wisdom, they used wisdom and they shaped their business up to be quite successful. All right. Here's a problem because wisdom goes through and tells you all through chapter one, what you do, you rebuke wisdom or we rebuke wisdom. And then they call on me. But that's when the wisdom say, I'm not going to answer you. Not one bit. And that's when verse 20, 28, and it says, then they will call out on me, but I will not answer. They will seek me diligently, but they will not find me. Verse 31. Therefore, they shall eat the fruit of their own way. I want to tell you this, remind you that seed time and harvest never stops. And wisdom cannot overrule out trump the principle of seed time and harvest. Because you're going to have to reap what you sow and you're going to have to eat off the table of what you made for yourself. Wisdom knows that. And wisdom says they shall eat, you shall eat the fruit of their own way. Period. Now, I like this verse. I like all these verses, but I like this verse because it says, I'm read it again, verse 28, therefore they shall eat the fruit of their own way and be filled to the fruit of their own fancies. Now, this could be the same thing with wisdom if you had obeyed it, or it's going to be the same, or it's going to be for your ignorance and being a fool and your disdain and not following or accepting rebuke. These are principles of which this whole thing is being based off of. All right, I want to, I want to, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, verse 31. Read again. Therefore, they shall eat the fruit of their own way and be filled to the full of their own fancies. 32, for the turning away of the simple will slay them and the complacency of fools will destroy them. But listen to this, like I just said in verse 33. He said, but whoever listens to me dwells safely and will be secure without fear or evil. We cannot miss the fact that Wisdom, King Solomon is talking about wisdom as a foundational thing. It sets you up or destroys you. It destroys you if you don't take the rebuke, and it'll set you up for long when you take the rebuke. All right? 
all through Proverbs, we're going to be hitting on wisdom and so much more. But the first thing, the foundation of this thing is wisdom. Proverbs 1 and 7, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fool despise wisdom and instruction. With instructions, they're going to be rebuked because you got to shape something up and change something. That's just how it goes. And that's just something we have to accept. But we cannot overlook the fact that wisdom will not out-trump or out-vote or out or try to debo a principle that God said in order of seed, time, and harvest because there's going to come a point where you're going to need wisdom you want it. But you're not going to be able to get it. So you must make a decision in your mind what's more important. What's more important to you? Following wisdom, getting wisdom, gaining wisdom and knowledge, and learning and appreciating the fear of the Lord, or just doing what you want to right now, following your own way. As in the words of Dr. Phil, how's that working out for you? Think about it. Think about it. Understand that God does, God does have a plan for you, but he will not outdo himself, meaning if he says something in line with, through principles, he's going to work with that because you serve a principle God. All right? That's it I have for Proverbs 1. I'm not going to keep it long, but I want you to re, uh, replay this, chew on this a little bit. If you got any comments, questions, or concerns, always hit me up. I'm always here for you. I love with the love of Christ. Check me out. Check me out tomorrow, September 2nd. We're jumping in chapter 2, Proverbs chapter 2, the value of wisdom. Every day for the next 31 days, I'll be on here for about 9 to 10 minutes, giving you just some insight of what, of what God is saying through me in Revelation through the book, book of Proverbs. All right. I'll let you soon. Be blessed.